hello guys welcome to the first official post patriots report episode so yes this is the well not the first first episode but the first episode after a game official game but anyway guys thank you guys so much for the support on the last episode we had i actually just looked at it we got five plays from that so thank you guys so much for the support on that I uh, remember if you guys like to show support, you guys can go to anchor.fm slash Patriots Post Report. Again, that's anchor.fm slash Patriots Post Report. And there is a follow button so you stay notified after every game and every after every episode goes live. As well as there being a rating feature on the episodes on for the show as well. Uh, it is also on everywhere you get your podcasts, so wherever wherever you whatever you use there's a rating feature uh it just kind of helps distribute the show and it just lets me know if you guys are enjoying it or not so i really would appreciate that but let's get into the game in here so keep i will keep in mind let me get this out of the way right now um i did not get to watch the game because it just wasn't on for me but um i kept up with everything i possibly could I wrote down everything that I possibly could as if I was actually physically watching it. Plus, I watched the game highlights, you know, the 10-minute the version after the game, which is what took me so long to start recording this. But, um, yeah, so I got some game notes here. And uh, I, I wanted to get into those before I got into, um, into game statistics and everything for the players. So uh, to, break, to kind of start, it all, I'll start us off here, I noticed early on Johnny Smith had gotten, he kind of, you know, had a nice run with the ball for six yards. Um, I don't know why I wrote this one down. It just seemed, I don't know why I did that, I guess. is kind of like bleak. It's kind of like bland just to say that. But, yeah, he had a, a run for six yards. Uh, so it had a nice little carry there with it. And then it looks like uh, early on in the game, Damian Harris on New England's opening drive, I believe it was, Damian Harris had a 35-yard run. So it was a nice run up the middle, kind of exposes the middle of the field there, exposes the middle of the the open gap in the field that Miami and New England's, of course, offensive line's always been really, really good. They've always been, you know, good at, again, awareness of, the ball and awareness of who's got it and what they need to do. And uh, they created a little hole for Damian Harris to run through. And that was just enough to get him through to create a 35 yard run. So, but the only down, the only down, uh, the downside to that happening is that New England, their drive just ends up stalling out. They end up just not getting anything on it. And that just it ends up just proving to be uh, it, it proved it proved to not be what they needed, and it just they had good momentum going, and it just seemed like it just went it just went flat. You know, that's just the reality of it, I guess. Uh, and then Miami goes in with the score seven zero. Tua Tago Viola, I saw it. It was kind of like a little trick play. It even kind of tricked out the camera a little bit too. <laughs> um, but yeah, so yeah, they just 
they just let Tua Tango Viola walk right in there, and it was just an easy first score for them. I will say when I was watching the game highlights, it almost seemed like New England was just – they just they didn't seem like they needed to be where they needed to be at some points of the game. They just like – there's plays that they should have made. There's plays that they could have made, and they just – I don't know. Something – just communication, was something was off. But um, Trent Brown ends up getting hurt in the game. I don't know what – I didn't – end up hearing anything about it. I haven't heard anything since it originally happened in the game. So I have no idea if there is even an update about it. And of course I didn't get to watch the game, so I didn't get to hear what went on. Um, But yeah, so I ended up recording that Trent Brown ended up getting hurt though. And then new England ends up having two, three and outs. So I ended up actually looking at this too. I ended up like, Hearing about this too when I saw it on the thing. We just we get good momentum going and then we just like we get and then the penalties of course didn't help. I heard somewhere, I don't know if this is true, I don't know if we can confirm this. I heard that there was eight penalties for 84 yards. If that is true, someone please let me know. I don't want to say that if it's not true. I don't I don't know if it's confirmed. But I was hearing eight penalties for 84 yards. Which, if that's the case, that is an, a, a, an abysmal amount of yards given to the other team. I mean, that is just that is a lot of yards. That's almost a full drive. So that that is really bad. And of course, it didn't help that we got you know the two three and outs. Yeah, exactly. We would get you know it seemed like in the in in the game highlights it seemed like we would get a lot of great momentum going for our team. We would get a lot of good. A lot of a lot of built up momentum. You know, we would get good plays off. We would we kept you know Mac Jones kept making the good check down. We kept getting all this stuff. We kept getting first downs and all that stuff. And it just seemed like for what? Like then we would get a penalty would set us back. I kept seeing a lot of second and tw- you know a lot of first and twenties, second and twenties, because then because then you get set set back. You know, not only does that play get called dead and it's you know, it's the original 10 yards you still have to get back, but then the penalty causes another 10. So they're attacking on 10 more at second and 20. And now you're just trying to, now you're just trying to do all of this. Now you're making it harder on yourself because now you got to do all this work just to gain a first down and get back to where you were before the penalty. It's like you, you do that and you make it so much harder on yourself because those are obviously things that you're anticipating to do in the middle of the game. And so, yeah, New England just, like, the penalties just ended up, really ended up costing us. And then to have two three-and-outs early, because, probably because, you know, obviously it was because of those, and we just couldn't end up executing on the on the, on the, on the, on the chunk plays. So we definitely need to try and eliminate those and everything. I bet Bill Belichick's going to go crazy this week in practice. They're – they're probably going to address a lot of those things. And then there was a Kyle Van Noy sack early. Yeah, the, it, it seemed like Miami had a lot of momentum on that one drive. And then Kyle Van Noy, and I believe it was Jawan Bentley or Matt Judon. I think it was Matt Judon. Matt Judon and Kyle Van Noy. And they got in there for a sack on Tua. 
and it looked like that just absolutely killed the Dolphins' momentum. And that was just a beautiful play for the New England secondary. That's just something that New England's always been good at is just is just killing momentum, you know, right at the very start. So right when it's starting to get caught. And so that was a that was a great play by Van Noy. And then I don't know why I wrote some down some game stats when I, I was I have them pulled up right here, but I'm gonna talk about them afterwards. I'm not, I'm just gonna ignore those. But uh Mac Jones celebrates his first career passing touchdown to Nelson Aguilar. That was a good that was a good play. Uh one thing I wanted to say about Mac Jones, I, I don't know, do I end up writing it down or not? Yeah, okay, I did. I'll talk about that later. But uh, Mac Jones gets his first career touchdown pass to Nelson Aguilar. And, yeah, it's just ah, – I don't know if I want to talk about it right now because there's just a lot of things I have written down, and I don't want to talk about them right at this very second because I get to them later. But it was just a beautiful pass by Mac Jones. You know, he makes – just made a good play, made a good read identified the open guy and knew where he needed to put that ball to get, you know, get it to, to Aguilar for the touchdown. So it was just a, a great throw by, you know, Jones and to identify again, to identify when Nelson Aguilar was open and to identify when to throw it, where to throw it, put it in a, put it in a good spot and, you know, just make the play. And he did that. Uh, and then the last thing I have on this page is, Nick Folk, I don't know if this is true or not. Again, I just kind of wrote it down as I heard about it. But for what I had written down, Nick Folk ends up going three for three on field goals. And, of course, Nails his PATs as well. So that is all I had for that page. I had a couple pages written down of stuff. But uh, <laughs> anyway, so... Continuing on to this next page here, I had a lot more, not a lot more stuff. I had a couple more things written down on this page. So again, Nick Folk, I had written down going three for three on field goals. Someone will have to let me know if that ends up being, if that was confirmed or not, if that's true. But that's just kind of what I ended up hearing. And then Jonathan Jones had that, had that great interception uh, you know, kind of towards the back end of the game. Not back end. It was like early fourth quarter. Again, Miami had just like – they had picked up more momentum. And, again, it was just New England with just the immediate stop on their on their uh, momentum. And it, that's just not even something new. Like that's just something New England's always been good at, you know, when a team is getting – momentum and they're slowly building it up and then it looks like they're really going to get started new england just immediately halts it and puts it to a stop and that's just something that the patriots have always been good at doing so i'm not at all surprised that that actually happened because they just they're so good at just immediately stopping pressure like that like a lot of teams will see them they're like they'll slowly kind of take away the pressure and then you just see new england like they'll be full on they'll be full on momentum or excuse me momentum like teams will slowly kind of break down the momentum, but then there's New England where there's like a lot of momentum for one team 
and then New England just immediately halts it and immediately brings it to a stop. So I'm not, again, I'm not at all surprised that New England was able to do that because that is something that I believe they are fully capable of doing. And obviously Jonathan Jones and on multiple occasions, the Patriots uh, showed that. And it was just a great, again, it was, honestly, it was just a, it was a great defensive game. It, lo- it looked like they kind of lost communication a little bit on a couple of plays where, again, I talked about earlier, it looked like, it was like, well, what the hell are you doing? Like, hey, like, you got to, you guys got to be there. Like, why are you guys not playing this? So it looked like they lost a little bit of communication on a couple of plays, but again, it's, it's week one. Uh, a lot of that stuff happens on week one. You know, you, you got, you get new guys. You have to just kind of like, you got to build chemistry, right? Because this is a whole completely newly built New England team. There's there's a lot of chemistry to be built here, and there's a lot of guys that New England had, and they're going to continue to just gain chemistry with these new guys and try to get, you know, to where they need to be to try and eliminate a lot of these things because those will eliminate a lot of the mistakes that were made. And, uh, but yeah, I just think if we can do a lot of that stuff, I think that we're going to be good because they made a lot of great plays. It just came down to the penalties. Of course, the Damian Harris fumbles. Um, the, 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 yeah, it, just the, the Ramondre Stevenson. I'm not going to blame the game on those two. I know, I understand that Damian Harris lost it in a crucial part of the game. You can say that he lost the game for us, whatever. Yeah, it didn't help. Yeah, it, it definitely contributed to that, but it, there's always things that New England could have done better, like executing on on third downs, you know, when they needed to. I, they did. I did notice one thing. They did a lot. You know, they got better at executing the third downs and converting them compared to last year. Um, They're getting them with a lot more ease, and I think that's just the benefit of having your two tight end set look again. That's like a big thing that New England also didn't have last year. Uh, that's a key part of Bill Belichick's offense is having that two that two tight end two tight end set. So, but uh, moving on from that, this is where I wanted to talk about the whole Mac Jones and just examining Mac Jones. Really, this I was going to talk about it earlier on the other page, obviously, but I had it written down here and I wanted to talk about it right here. Mac Jones looked incredible. Had he just he knew he had so much poise in the pocket. He played really, really well. Great reads. It looked like he was examining all of his reads on the plays. Continued to make great pre-snap. You know, pre-snap. Um, what do you call it? When what's the word I'm trying to look for here? Um, identified pre-snap really, really, really well. And, um, yeah, he just – he got the ball where he needed to. Again, he identified all of his reads. He looked at everyone on the field, didn't find anyone, didn't find a play that he liked, just made a lot of checkdowns. Made a couple to James White, a couple to, you know, a couple to uh, Harris. And, yeah, he just – and also to go along with that, he absorbed a lot of contact. He took – a lot of huge hits. There was one specific guy I liked early on in the game. I, I couldn't remember where exactly it was in the game, but it was early on in the game. And it was just, a, it was a, it was, he got, he just gets swarmed by Miami players. 
and he just gets swallowed up. And he, but yet he still gets off a beautiful check down pass to James White for the first down. I thought that play was really huge. And I thought that that shows a lot what Mac Jones can do. And just on all the plays that he absorbed contact on, he took a lot of huge blows, but he was able to sit there in the pocket and he knew that he was going to have to take some hits to get the ball off. And he just sat there in the pocket and he just, he just delivered a beautiful ball while taking some contact and he, he just looked great doing it. And I was really pleased. Uh, it, it looked fantastic, but again, yeah, he looked really comfortable in the pocket overall, very, very poised. He had a beautiful lob pass to James White. I thought that play looked great. A couple of lasers right down the middle of the field. Uh, there was that one to Nelson Aguilar and then, or not Nelson Aguilar, the, Jacoby Myers won. He just he made a lot of great plays. And, uh, yeah, that's basically it for all I had for written down game notes. That's every, about everything I kind of had written down. But, yeah, just overall, Mac Jones just played really well. Looked very – again, looked very, very poised, very, very comfortable in the pocket. Delivered some great balls despite being, you know, delivered a lot of great balls while – you know, taking on huge hits and it just, it, he absolutely looked phenomenal. And I, I couldn't, you know, agree more that he, that he's doing really well, but yeah, so let's get into game stats now for the second half of the episode or for, I guess for this section of the episode is whatever you want to call it, <laughs> whatever you guys want to call it. But um, yeah, so getting into game stats now, so I was just going to write them all down, but like, you know what? I have the game, the final, you know, game, individual stats for all the players. I'm obviously only going to focus on New England side. Obviously, it shows Miami, though. But I'm going to get on the only New England side, obviously. And starting off here, I'm just going to – I'm probably just going to identify the people that made the most uh, – made the most contribution. And obviously, with the guys that we've seen the most – so you have Damian Harris. He ends up having 23 rush attempts or 23 attempts, excuse me, for 100 yards. And, of course, you have that 35-yard you know, yard run early on in the game. Then you have James White. He had four attempts for 12 yards. And then Johnny Smith, Brandon Bolden, and Ramondre Stevenson all end up having one attempt. For six yards, five yards, and two yards, respectively. So we end up we end up going individual, like in total for rushing, we end up compiling thirty. We end up going thirty for one twenty-five, with no touchdowns on the run game. So that looked kind of we got we got good chunk plays out of these some of these guys, but just couldn't amount to anything really for rushing when it came to that. Mac Jones. He ends up going for 39 for 29. So 39 attempts for 29 completions on 281 yards. For his sack to for his sack to yardage gain. A, whatever that is, I don't know what that is. Oh, so sack for yards. It was one sack for 13 yards. 
And then Mac Jones, of course, with one touchdown, no picks. And his rating was a 102.6. So that's pretty solid. And then getting into the pass receiving here. <clears throat> Excuse me. To get into um, let me get a drink of water real quick. Excuse me. <clears throat> anyway, okay. So to get into the passing here, James White, of course, always been there for the passing game. Always like to use him as a uh, a running back as a as a receiver. So James White has seven targets. He gets six receptions, so that means he dropped one ball. He ends up getting 40, compiling 49 yards out of it. Uh, and then you have Jacoby Myers, who has nine targets for six for six receptions. So he goes nine for six on 44 yards. Nelson Aguilar goes seven for five on 72 yards. Jonu Smith gets five. Goes five for five, so perfect all around. 42 yards gain total. Of course, in the blocking game as well. Hunter Henry gets three for three, 31 yards. Damian Harris goes three for two on 17 yards. Kendrick Bourne, he, he gets a little bit. He goes three targets. He gets one reception, though, for 17 yards. Kendrick, um, and then Ramondre Stevenson goes one for one on nine yards so for total for the complete total we end up going 38 for 29 on targets and receptions in total for 281 so basically mac jones's stats um almost almost equaling out mac jones's individual stats and then for to highlight our interceptions it was Jonathan Jones, or I guess interceptions, one pick. We had the Jonathan Jones. He gets a pick and uh, ended up being out of bounds, so he didn't get to run it back. Uh, Gunnar Olszewski, for punt returning, he had three punt returns for going for 20 yards. He had an average of 6.7 yards per gain, uh, gained per per attempt, and his longest run back was 14 yards. There was one touchback for, of course, zero. So in total, we end up going three for 20, On and then a 6.7 was the average. 14 was the longest run. For kick return, what did I just do? Okay. For kick returns, Brandon Bolden was in the kick return game. He ends up having one return for 23 yards. Uh, and then Gunnar Olszewski, of course, that one for 17. So we had, in total for kick returns, we go two for 40 on a 20-yard average. And then to highlight the New England fumbles, it was the John Lee Smith fumble, the Damien Harris fumbles. The, uh, Mac Jones had a sack fumble, but we end up jumping on it. Ramondre Stevenson and then David Andrews end up having one, actually. So we, we end up having four fumbles that we, we lost two of them. Uh, and, yeah, it just it did not look good. We need to definitely clean those up for sure. But, yeah, so that is – I don't know what else – what, what else would you guys want to see? 
for game stats. But do you guys want to see like final team statistics like in total? Because there's also a lot of stuff to talk about with this as well. See, like I wanted to highlight the third down, the third down conversions and stuff like that. Okay, yeah. So penalties, number in yards. Hold up. So penalties, number in yards. We end up going eight for eighty-four. Fumbles, the number of fumbles and the ones that we lost. Four for twelve. We lost. We lose four fumbles and we lost twelve. And we, or no, excuse me. I thought it said 12. Four for two. So penalties and the number the, the number of penalties and then the yardage that we lost. So Miami has five of 28. We go eight of 84. And then the fumbles, the number of fumbles, and then how many that we lost, we go four for two. So we get four fumbles, we lose two of them. That is a that is bad. But then you want to look at our efficiency and our ability to get to the red zone. We end up going one for four. That's a 25%. The Miami Dolphins, two for two, 100%. So that is definitely not good. Time of possession, New England ended up ruling it, though. We did. I, I expected New England to be a rushing team this year, so I – I had a feeling that's how it would get. Uh, that's how it was gonna go. Miami goes twenty-three minutes, seventeen seconds. New England has it for a total of thirty-six minutes and forty-three seconds. But they're also a running team, so they were definitely gonna milk the clock for that on that for sure, and take up chunk, take up chunk drives. But yeah, there's just a lot of stuff that we need to definitely clean up. But to look at our third down rate, from I don't know what exactly. I don't remember exactly what it was last year, but I know it was abysmal. It wasn't very good. Miami ends up going four for eleven. That's thirty-six, about thirty, about thirty, yeah, about thirty-six and a half percent. And then New England goes eleven for sixteen on almost seventy percent of third downs. That is definitely already better than last year alone, uh, as far as the conversion rate. We did not do squat last year, and then no team went down for fourth. But, yeah, hey, that's going to do it for today's episode of the Patriots Post Report. And that the first, and that is going to wrap up the first official report, post report of an official game. We will see you guys for next week's game against the New York Jets in New York, I believe it is. So that should be a great game. We'll, we'll be, again, we'll be back for that game as well. I hope you guys end up having a great rest of your Monday and a great start to your week. Again, if you'd like to continue, to, if you'd like to show support, make sure to go to anchor.fm slash Patriots Post Report. Again, that's anchor.fm slash Patriots Post Report. There is a uh, there is a a follow button so you would not miss when an episode goes live, as well as there being a rating feature on wherever you get your podcasts again just kind of helps distribute the show and kind of kind of gets us um kind of gets kind of lets me know if you guys enjoyed or not so have a good rest of your day guys we'll see you guys next week for the jets and yeah
住嘅新 B 手。